0: Hi, and welcome to the Drawing Inspiration Podcast. I am your host, Mike Hendley. Episode 35. Patreon is live, Inktober prep, and creative writing. So, welcome back to the show. I uh, don't have a guest this week, uh, because I have a lot of uh, material I wanted to cover. So, I do have some exciting news coming to Inktober, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. So... It's been a, um, a busy summer. I was able to take a couple of weeks off and did some stuff with uh, the family, kind of as a staycation. So COVID has meant it's been uh, very busy at work since uh, back in March when uh, we were told to work from home. There was a point in time was actually, uh, where I was actually working seven days a week uh, in meetings and so forth, and it's really hasn't slowed down since. And uh, while I'm an artist first, uh, at least I consider myself an artist first, I uh, do manage a small team of developers and we've just, uh, it's been a bit crazy. So it was really great to take a couple of weeks off and um, just get some stuff done around the yard. I mean, I'm quite inspired by nature and so I'm being able to uh, to tend to areas of our yard and we live on a a two acre lot, so quite a bit of space and uh, it was just great to walk around and see the animals and clean up things and just basically get away from everything for a bit. And it's been really good. I mean, it's getting a bit challenging now as both my daughters ramp up for school, Uh, what school will look like. Both are kind of doing a virtualized version, Uh, one in high school, one going into first year university. And obviously as parents, you inherit the stress (laughs) Uh, your kids have around all that. We'll see how it goes. They're, uh, I think, in a good place and ready to take this on, and we'll see what the next few months looks like. So they're going to be starting school in the next week. Uh, So that's middle of September as of the recording. We'll see what the virtualized version of uh, schooling looks like. I'm sure there's going to be many challenges and many changes over the next um, few months, and uh, we're ready for it. But it was really good just to get away and spend some time outside and and not be caught up in, in anything. So in doing that, I really didn't have a whole lot of time to do any drawing or painting. So I did finish the uh, grasshopper I was working on. It was just a kind of a quick study based off a, a photo I had taken. And it was fun drawing the, uh, the grasshopper. I think exploring that uh, lambs ear and that texture and the tone versus kind of the tones that you would have in the grasshopper. And then also exploring those textures, those wonderful textures on the legs of the grasshopper and the armor plating it looks like on a grasshopper and being able to to work on that it was it was a good exercise i um i just i don't know what it is about insects but i really find them very interesting to draw in graphite and because it's really a heavy focus on detail and i love doing that and that leads me to my next piece which i've not finished yet and you'll see is the show art and that is my uh, comma butterfly so this is a uh, a butterfly that uh, frequents our lot quite often and our gardens, and uh, this was based off a reference photo that was taken earlier this year, and it was just a lovely, it's a lovely butterfly, the, the hairs on it um, are just really captivating, I think it's, you know, I've drawn monarchs before, and they don't have this kind of hair along their back, and where the wings meet the body, and just managing those, and then being able to, to go out to the, uh, the veins, in the wings, and, and the highlights, it's been a really interesting exercise, and the reason I'm not done yet is because this butterfly is also sitting on a um, a purple coneflower or echinacea, and you know when we had uh, when I had Scott Meyer on, we were talking about textures, and he was talking about drawing that uh, strawberry. I had commented about purple coneflowers and echinacea because it's the same kind of exercise where you have this kind of balance of tones and detail that you have to manage, but there's also a pattern in there, and so. I've started into the echinacea, but it's uh, it's a really kind of interesting exercise because these little uh, bits of the flower are very dark at the tip, and then they lighten, and then they go dark at the bottom, and um, it's it's just a real. I mean, I I had drawn echinacea before with a monarch on it, and I think I redrew the echinacea four times. I erased it all and just did it over again <laughs> four times. And so I'm going through that exercise and be a bit more careful this time. I'm trying to treat this as a sketch, but honestly, I don't, uh, you know, when I think I'm done, I'm going to have to call this one a drawing because of the time I'm putting into it. And it's tough because I don't know if you are like me where you get into a piece and you feel you need to finish it. But at the same time, you have two or three other pieces in your head that you want to get to. And you feel like you need to, to be able to get to a point on this and say, I'm done. And then move on. And I'm like that with this. I think I just have to move this along and spend some time with it. And I think realistically, the reason I'm talking about, about this out loud is I've been on vacation for two weeks. So I really haven't had that chance to sit down and and draw as much because I was kind of focused on other activities. And so I'm going to finish this off. I do have, uh, as a matter of what I'm working on next, I'm, I've got a duckling uh, on water that I think I'm going to try and see how that goes. And then we had a stoat, which is a short-tailed weasel, make an appearance in our lot. And we saw one here about, I say, 10 or 15 years ago. And he had a beautiful white coat because it was winter at the time. And this one has brown with a kind of a white chest. And uh, I'll post a link to a picture of it. And I feel like I just need to draw this little guy. I didn't really get a good photo because um, it was just, it's hard. They move so quickly. They're so quiet and uh, but i think i grabbed one i'm going to maybe put him on a different object um uh, instead of what he was on which is kind of a a pallet that he was hiding under and then he uh he actually caught a mouse so i was surprised to see that and uh you know maybe they're more efficient than cats at mice but but it was really cool i did not know this about uh, weasels and i i know that they can be aggressive you don't want to corner things like that but just to see this little guy i mean honestly it's a pretty cute face <laughs> And being able to see him kind of moving around and checking us out and everything. It was was a great experience um, to be able to just sit in the backyard and watch this happen. So I'm kind of motivated to draw that as well. So those, I think, are the two pieces I'm going to be focused on when it comes to the graphite bit. So keep an eye out for my, I obviously post these on my Instagram. I will be doing that over the next uh, few weeks, hopefully before Inktober starts. So one of the things I wanted to highlight is something called Lightbox Expo. This is an event that was held last year. It was in person last year. This year it's virtualized. And the reason I'm mentioning it is, it is coming up September 11th to 13th. So if you've subscribed to the podcast, you will have had notice uh, because you will listen to this before the 11th. So I thought it would be, uh, I, I thought I would mention it because I've signed up. It's not expensive. I don't remember. It was, there's like three or four levels. I think it's three levels. And I think it's the second level up. I think you can get in for like $10, but I think the second level up is 20 or 30 And when you do that, you get this digital uh, package. And I would recommend doing this because there are so many artists, you know, people like uh, James Gurney and Max Ulichny, people who have uh, I've spoken to on the podcast are going to be at this event, obviously virtualized. And th- when I look at the schedule now, it's like, oh my, there's so much. This is going to be fun. And I got the digital package. I think it's like four gigs of data, but it's things like PDFs, comics. uh, There's some Photoshop files. There's some videos, all from these artists and studios, you know, Disney and Nickelodeon and all these other studios and uh, artists. And I just, I think it's worth it for the money you're paying. And if you can put aside some time this weekend uh, coming up, the the 11th, the 13th, There is a lot going on, and it is a combination of uh, there's some Instagram Live sessions, there's some YouTube, there's Lightbox Online, Discord, and uh, Zoom. And so I'll be there to watch and to enjoy and take all of this in. It seems to be all over the place. It's not just digital. There's a, a heavy focus on things like gouache and watercolor and drawing and sketching and So I'm really looking forward to this. I kind of, when I saw the videos coming out last year from Lightbox, I was thinking, that's an event I would have liked to have been at. And now we can all be there virtually. So I really would recommend that you try and check this out. Uh, Once again, it's coming up September 11th to 13th, and I'll provide a link in the show notes to the website so you can sign up and check it out. And as I say, go for at least the package that gets you that digital package, that digital download. If you spend a little bit more, I think you can get some discounts off merchandise and things like that, but I would at least go to that digital package because I think it's well worth it. And on that note, Max Ulichny, who was on a, um, a previous episode, and I'll provide a link to that in the show notes, is coming out with uh, a new retro pack of brushes on September 11th. So I thought I would mention that because you know his work is fantastic. I've had a little peek at these. And they are incredible. So Max does brushes right. And so if you're using Procreate and you're looking for some great uh, brushes, check out this retro pack. It's coming out this Friday, September 11th. And so I would recommend, uh, once again, taking a look at those. I'm sure you're going to love them. I think they're fantastic. And the other thing I thought I'd mention is that he has a paper pack out now. So if you're looking for that paper, that texture for your Procreate pieces, check out what he's done with that. It's only five bucks, I think. And it's worth uh, taking at least a look into it and see if it works within what you're trying to create with Procreate. And I just, I love the work that Max is doing with these, uh, this paper and these brushes with Procreate. He really has it sorted out. So I would highly recommend taking a look at these. And if you don't have his previous brush packs, take a look at those as well, because they are really, really well done. And uh, I love it. You'll feel um, that you can head off in a different direction and explore your creativity with uh, with Procreate, with the work that Max is doing. So this is, I think, by far the biggest news uh, this year, and that is I finally have decided to launch a Patreon for the podcast. I was kind of holding back on this. I thought I could just do this myself, fund it myself. You know, it, it gets to a point where you think, uh, I need to be able to do more, I need to uh, bring the podcast to a higher level, and I just can't do it all myself. And so, you know, the reason I started this podcast is because I wanted to take the artist version of Mike seriously and move it forward. And I wanted to talk to artists and be able to have those conversations and then be able to share them with you. And coming at it rather than a professional artist talking to a professional artist someone like me who's starting into it late in life, having those conversations with artists and being able to ask those questions from kind of an amateur perspective and being able to learn from that and being able to to bring my game up and hopefully you can come along for the ride and and learn something through these conversations. And I know many of you have because you've reached out and had wonderful words to say about uh, the episodes and the podcast. And I, I just love hearing all of this feedback. I think it's been fantastic and it helps to feed me in continuing to do this podcast. I've done 34 episodes and I've learned so much over uh, the last year and a bit. And I think it's, you know, once again, it's hats off to all of you. You know, I can't, I can't do this without you. You know, I've got this huge team of writers and editors, you know, just kidding. It's just me. <laughs> like it really is just me. I do at all. And so, you know, hats off to the podcasters who have a team that work with them. But for me, it's when it comes to putting the reaching out to the guests, putting the notes together, editing the podcast, pushing it up to the host, uh, sharing it on social media, doing the artwork. That's all me. And I just I love doing this. I really enjoy it. I find I'm learning quite a bit. And I feel like my art game has moved forward significantly in the last year. And so you know, I really, I wanted to bring this to the next level. I want to do more with the podcast. And so I thought Patreon was a good idea. And, you know, obviously the, the one side of it is being able to build community. So my hope is to do that through Patreon itself, because they have kind of a community model. In addition to, uh, to doing using something like Discord, and I'll talk about that in a second. And obviously the other part is, is just costs. You know, there is a cost to doing the podcast. I bought all the equipment myself initially, and there's a monthly cost as well with hosting and everything else. And so I was looking at a way to kind of supplement that and maybe do more, you know, do more with the podcast, do more with kind of um, merchandise and and do more with kind of supporting the community. And so so I want to see where this can go with Patreon and, and what we can do with all of this. And so that's why I decided to start it up. And so I've kept it fairly simple in starting up. There's simply two tiers. Uh, Tier number one is considered an official patron, and that's $5 a month. And in that, you're supporting the show. If you've enjoyed it, this is your chance to give some feedback through your dollars and say, I really like what you're doing, Mike. Uh, Keep going. You know, it makes a huge difference. Just $5 a month makes a huge difference to what I'm trying to do with all of this. And as being, you know, as an official patron, you will have access to those posts that I will make on the Patreon site. So those posts are just for patrons. And so I will be doing more of that. I'll talk about writing later on. But my, my intent with that is to, sh- is to do more of these posts just for patron members. I'll do it around a subject I'm working on or an exercise or something like that. And just share a little bit more of this journey that I'm going through instead of locking it down just podcast to a podcast episodes to podcast episode. And as part of that $5 a month tier, there's also going to be discounts on in- upcoming, I'm planning on making prints available and some merchandise and things like that as well, just in time for the holidays. And so there's going to be a discount available to patrons at all levels as well. If you've enjoyed the podcast, this is a great way to start. And so on that note, my first official patron is Alex Guildbug, and I'll provide a link to his Instagram and I just, it was great to have someone like Alex say, you know what? I love the show. I want to support it. And we had a little conversation he was saying it was about time. And I agree. It was about time to start up a, a Patreon. So thank you, Alex, for uh, for being the first official patron of the podcast. So tier number two is a VIP patron. And this is $20 a month. So in addition to everything that's at the $5 tier, this also gives you quite a bit more. and so. With this, my my thought is after three months at um, the VIP level, you'll have access to a print of your choice. So I will be putting together a series of prints, uh, either 4 by 6 or 5 by 7 and for every three months of a continuous subscription, I will send you off a print. I will sign it and send it off to you, and I may include some stickers with some of that, but my intent is to get some prints in your hands, just by being a patron, a VIP patron of the, of the podcast. So for every three months at uh, the VIP level at $20 a month, I will send off a print. I may modify this in future, but I wanna make sure to get something in your hands if you're a VIP. So the other thing that's part of the VIP level is the Drawing Inspiration Club Discord server. So I created this Discord server with the intent to give a place for community. And so we could connect by text, uh, in sharing messages and threads, but I can also post audio. I can receive audio from you as well. So it is a place where we can have conversations. It's limited just to uh, VIP patrons, and so there's a series of threads. So my intent with the Discord server is that obviously it's a sense of community. It's an opportunity for us to talk in a a closed, kind of protected space about your artwork, everything that's happening with the podcast. In addition to that, there's an opportunity to ask questions of upcoming guests. So I will give you notice of the guests that are coming up in the podcast and it will have, you will have an opportunity to be able to submit your questions, which I can uh, ask along with mine. Maybe you can get some of your questions answered as well. So I think that the discord server could be fantastic. It may not. People may decide they didn't want to join it and that's absolutely fine. But I thought that the discord server is a really good opportunity for us to be able to connect in between episodes being able to move things forward, so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and maybe we can do do more with the Discord server over time. But for now, it's just kind of a place for us to meet. So, in addition, at the VIP level, you'll also get advance notice of new products and events. I may do some uh, some live events. I may do a bit more with regard to uh, to Patreon, but I will also include that as part of the VIP patron. There may be other stuff coming, and I'll talk about this that in a second. So. So I wanted to give a special shout-out as well for my first VIP patron, and that is Rachel Joy. She's the first VIP patron. And so I should mention with either Tier 1 or Tier 2, you will get a shout-out on the podcast. And so whether you join at $5 a month or $20 a month, you will get a shout-out on the podcast. I will also, if you want, I can include a link to your Instagram in the show notes. So I will include a link to Alex and Rachel in the show notes. Both are artists and, uh, working at what they're doing and, um, just moving along, moving their art along. And it's just wonderful to see these people who are posting art. Rachel's exploring her artistic side and posting these pieces and being, um, quite kind of brave in in posting the work that she's kind of working on. And, you know, some are unfinished, but just this idea of being people being able to create and then share it and having a positive community around it, I think is fantastic. So, Thank you, Rachel, for being a VIP patron, and thank you, Alex, for being the first official patron. So there's other things I'm thinking about I could do with Patreon. So obviously, I could do more uh, prints and merchandise, and I'm also thinking of courses and stickers. So I'm looking at all of this around Patreon. Some may be automatic rewards. uh, Some may be just discounts on merchandise and and prints and things. But I'm looking at more opportunities to kind of uh, give back to the community. If you've uh, decided to support the podcast in this way. And I'm also thinking of maybe an additional five to 10 minute podcast. I mean, th- I was thinking about maybe doing something like weekly that's, um, you know, more frequent than the regular podcast, but maybe a little bit lighter on the editing, maybe just sw- some quick updates. And I think I would do that through Patreon. So I would make that available to patrons. I'm going to see how things go. I'm quite open to that. I think that may be my next step, but I'm going to see how things go. Uh, go with everything and and so if there's an appetite for it, I'm down for it. I, I think that would be kind of fun uh, providing updates about what I'm doing, what I'm working on, but just limited to patrons. I think that would be uh, that would be kind of fun. So I am considering doing that through uh, through Patreon as well. and I've also considered an additional tier, so something above the twenty dollars a month that may provide an opportunity for some one on one discussion or training, but we'll see how that goes. I kind of want to put out a few courses first. And uh, then maybe I'll look at a higher level that may allow you the opportunity to to work with me as I get kind of deeper into my art, my art journey. It would be an interesting opportunity for us to talk one to one and work on some things together. And you know, maybe there's a block of time that's committed each month uh, for doing that. So I'll have to see. I'm not sure. I'm exploring this, and there's things that I will add. There's some things I'll remove. But, you know, I want to keep the podcast free. And, you know, I'm not against sponsors coming on, but I really haven't pursued that at all. I haven't reached out to anybody. I may do sponsors, but it would have to be consistent with the podcast. And, you know, I, I just, I would rather it come from the community. So that's why Patreon looks so attractive. And that's why I'm going to be pursuing this kind of journey. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of end this Patreon bit by just thanking all of you. You know, if you, if you can support the podcast through Patreon, that's great. You know, if you can do, be an official patron at $5 a month or a VIP patron at $20 a month, I would love it. But you know what? If you just want to tune in every couple of weeks and listen to the podcast, it is free. It will always be free. Subscribe through your podcast player, and I will always be here talking about art. And that's great. There's no need for you to subscribe to Patreon if you, if you choose not to. And I'm okay with that. I just, I would love to have you coming back every couple of weeks. And so just subscribing uh, would be fantastic. And uh, I would love for you to come back and, and continue listening to what we're doing here. So don't feel that you have to support it through Patreon, but if you can, I would really appreciate it. So if you want to learn more about the Patreon, I, I have a link that will be on the drawinginspiration.fm website. But you can also go to patreon.com slash drawinginspirationpodcast. And you can see more about the details of the different tiers, and that's how you can sign up. So I would encourage you, if you have an interest, just take a peek and see if it's something you'd like to support. I would love to have you as a patron. Thank you. So, October, <laughs> The list has come out. Uh, Jake Parker has released the list as of September 1. So Jake Parker has released the list as of September 1, and it looks exciting. There's a couple of words that I think are going to be more challenging than others, but I'm really happy with this list this year. And so I'm really looking forward to it. I've been doing Inktober for the last two years, so I did 18 and 19, and I did all 31. So I did them on my iPad. I was uh, at work, and so having them on my iPad meant that I could just, you know, spend my lunch hour and working on a, a, a drawing. So that really worked well for me. It allowed me to get my work done, uh, but also being able to keep my art moving forward and not having to worry about bringing ink or being, you know, having to... um put myself away in, the, in my office in the evenings to work on my art, which I ended up doing for a period of time anyways. But uh, doing it on the iPad with Procreate, just using ink uh, or the ink brushes, I should say, was, was kind of fun. And I know some people will believe that it's wrong to do it digitally, but many of us do. And it's, I think it's absolutely okay. And uh, Jake has commented on that as well. I think it's, it's a great way, as long as you're pushing yourself forward and you're trying to be restrictive in what you're doing, which I tried to do with um, in doing it on the iPad and not leveraging a lot of the digital manipulation tools. I I really learned a lot. I learned about my creativity, what I can do, what I can't do. And uh, I really feel like it's up to my game over the last couple of years. And this idea of being able to think of an idea, draw it, um, and then admire it for five minutes and then move on to the next day. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. You put all this effort into it. It's like, I love this one. And it's like, oh, right, tomorrow is dizzy or whatever the word is. And then you've got to move on to the next one. And this idea of just moving forward 31 times is, is, it's cool. It's challenging, but it's cool. I would encourage you to try it. I'm going to be talking a lot about Inktober over the next few episodes because I do think it's kind of fun. It's an opportunity for us to draw on a regular basis. You know, whether it's Inktober or other, some, some other series of prompts, I think this idea of pushing yourself to draw every day is great. And, you know, we can't do that. Most of us can't do that all year, but committing to a month, uh, especially if you plan in advance, it it can be kind of fun. You know, some people don't make it through the whole month. and I think that's cool too. I think if you can do a few of these out of the 31, it's cool. Uh, You know, it's moving you forward. It's challenging you to think of other things instead of going to that comfort zone. And I would normally do that. I think this is uh, what I'm planning for this year is is going to really... uh, push me because, uh, as I said, you know, for the last two years, it's been digital. So this year, I'm actually going to be doing physical paper and ink. Part of that is I'll still be working at home. So I have this opportunity to have things laid out. So at lunchtime, I can spend, you know, half an hour after I I grab my bite to eat, uh, just drawing and inking. And so I think that's an opportunity. I'm also thinking, and I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to lean on Joe Brown here, uh, Bernoid, who, uh, and I'll link to the podcast I had with her last year, you know, inspired by her, uh, partially by Jake as well. I'm going to do one single scene. So I'm going to do 31 elements on a single piece of paper, fairly large piece of paper, but I'm planning to do this now. It's probably going to be around nature. I'm looking at the prompts and thinking, how would I fold those all in? But I'm looking at one large nature scene, so... Kind of what uh, Jo Brown has done in the past, she's heavily focused on um, the stuff she's done in the past has been a lot of mushrooms and obviously uh, elements in the forest. I think it's going to be similar, but more around the animals. So I'm trying to think that through and trying to plan it out a little bit, but uh, I want to leave some of it up to chance as I I get through this process. So it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, You know, I haven't done a lot of inking lately, so I'm starting to do that over the next few weeks. But this idea of one big piece, I don't know, I think this is what I need to do. I think the fear needs to, I think I need to run towards it. (laughs) And that's what I'm going to try. So I'm going to be posting a lot around this. I'm probably going to hit some, uh, some pretty big highs and pretty big lows as I go through this. But I'm going to share it all with you and I'll get there. I'll, you know, I will learn through this and it's going to be fun. I'm going to look back on this as the starting point, and we'll see where I end up. And I'll talk about it all along the way. I think it's important to share all of that. We'll see. As I say, I'm going to get back to practicing some sketching and inking over the next few weeks, wrapping up to this. You know, in addition to this Inktober, I'm going to have some pretty uh, uh, exciting guests coming on to talk about all of that. So I encourage you to check out the next few podcasts. I think you'll be quite pleased and I think it's going to help everyone uh, take on their Inktober journey. Whether you do part of it, all of it, or a series of other prompts, I think the conversations are really going to help motivate you. So I would encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and uh, check back in for the next few episodes because I think you're going to really enjoy it. And so in addition to that, I may actually post some behind the scenes stuff to Patreon as well. That'll be part of the posts that I think I'll include up on the uh On the Patreon site is some kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, I'm planning on doing some more writing. And so that kind of leads into my last topic, which is, you know, this is a drawing inspiration podcast. I talk about drawing. I talk about painting. I talk about art. But, uh, you know, writing is part of that. And being able to work with words, I think, is important. And so I've had guests on here who are artists and writers and be able to combine those together. So I wanted to talk about that component, because I think creativity is not locked to one medium, one discipline. So I've been exploring this idea of a comic or a graphic novel, and this is coming up because of something I did a few years ago. So in 2017, I think it was, I did NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. The the whole point in that is you write 50,000 words in a month for the month of November. And I did that. I actually uh, achieved that goal. And for that novel I was working on, I'm now at 63,000 words. And I've kind of kept it to myself. Uh, it's not done. There's chapters where I just have a title saying, you need to write about this. <laughs> and I haven't edited it. Uh, I have developed all the characters. I think the storyline is uh, is strong. It's a bit of a reflection on, on my journey through life. Um, and... The lead character is a girl who's going into her first year university, and she's a very strong uh, character, very um, focused on uh, science and technology, and I just think it's, I, I really am enjoying writing the story. I have to say a few points in it. I, I actually teared up, kind of reflecting on uh, my past and some things that have happened to me, and uh, so it's been a, I really enjoyed writing this. This, this has really come from the heart. And I hope to share it publicly at some point. We'll see. So I have, at this point, I'm the only one that's read it. And it's not complete. But I was thinking this past uh, week that I'm going to share it with my daughters. And so I've shared the PDF with them. They haven't read it yet. And I told them, you know, it's really rough. There's missing chapters. Things are out of order. But, um, and then I... The antagonist, I have, to, I have to roll her in differently than I did. Um, and I've thought about a way to do that. So I have to rewrite parts of this significantly. But I, I'm looking forward to this. And the reason I bring this up is I think I may actually release this differently. I may, I've been thinking about whether I'm going to release this as either a new podcast or a series of blog posts. I'm not sure because I, you know, I'm not a writer. I, I don't have any works to my name. And so I don't know if this (laughs) ends up being something that people will think, this is just crazy, this is silly. But uh, I'm toying with this idea of maybe reading this out as a a new podcast. Nothing to do with drawing inspiration, but possibly a new podcast altogether. I may actually just do it as a series of blog posts, maybe as a Patreon. I don't know. But I think after I get through October, I'm going to investigate this again. I've been reading through it and making some notes. I think I want to finish this one off. And the reason I'm mentioning this is, well, twofold. One is because I think we need to write more. I think being cre- creative as an artist, I think I've found now that I've gotten to the point where I am with my art that I want to tell stories. And so I'm trying to balance the writing with the drawing. And so that's why I mentioned graphic novels. I'm actually toying with an idea here. You know, it may start as a children's book, it may be something different. But uh, I keep thinking in the back of my head that I have stories in me that I want to tell and I I want other people to hear them. And, you know, some, (laughs) they may be great, they may not. They probably will not. But, you know, at least they won't go uh, to the graveyard with me. And, you know, I want to be able to, uh, that's probably morbid. (laughs) It's probably not a positive way to look at it. But I, I feel like you know, we keep all of this inside, that worried about being judged, worried about uh, others may think it's, uh, it's either not good, or it's not interesting, or, you know, someone else has done it better. And I, I don't want to be held back by that. And I'm trying to push myself beyond it. And I'm the first person that will say, you know, I don't want to do it because. And I think the fact that I'm thinking this through in my head, and I you know, I'm avoiding the conversations where people say, "No, I think I'm going to try it. I, I think that I'm going to do something with this." And it's been three years since, almost three years since I've written this, and I think I'm going to revisit it. And the other reason I'm revisiting this, the other reason I'm talking about this, is I have another novel, and every time I game, so I, I do game online uh, with my PS4 as well as my iPad. Every time I game, I have this storyline. I've already written the storyline. I've already written the outline. I've been using this kind of snowball method in in writing. And uh, every time I game, I'm thinking, oh, get back to that story. So obviously, it's around gaming, but it's kind of exciting. So I want to get to this other novel, but I feel like I need to finish this one off first. At least tell the story. And then the other bit is I have the short story that I've written. It's fairly far along, but I need to edit it as well. So I know you come to this or came to this podcast looking for drawing inspiration, but you know, some of the inspiration I draw from is, is, is the writing, is the creativity. And sometimes those ideas we have, we can't always draw. Sometimes we need to write them down. And I found I've been doing that with Inktober, drawing, um, you know, out my ideas for what I'm going to do. I've end up writing them down and, you know, I just... I, I think I need to bring writing closer to my drawing and my and my painting and I'm trying to fold those all in together. So I'm just talking about this openly because maybe these are conversations you're having in your head. And if you are, like, reach out to me. I, I would love to hear what you're working on. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, I don't think, as I said, creativity is is not locked to one discipline or one medium. And I'm trying to uh to reach out to writing again. Even just talking about it now, I feel excited about uh, being able to do this and uh, you know I wrote this whole novel on my iPad which is just crazy that I can write a novel on my iPad and at the same time I can pull it off its stand and pull out the pencil and then draw something in procreate so uh, I love being enabled by technology and I'm going to leverage this COVID experience this idea of working from home and uh, being able to uh, to push my October forward. Be able to move into November and maybe do some writing in the evenings as well. You know, once I get to a point of sharing this, I'll mention it on the podcast. But you know, this will be still focused. This podcast will be focused on drawing and painting, and uh, the visual arts. But I just thought I would mention this. I hope you take the opportunity to to branch out and challenge yourself and try other things, uh, whether it's uh it's writing or I hear I heard uh, Tiff Arment is going to be exploring stained glass. I mean this. It's it's exciting that that you people are reaching out and trying other things, and it makes me think oh, I should try I should try that I should try something else. I just encourage you to do that and and be childlike. Look at that stuff and think why can't I do it? That's why I look at writing as an opportunity for me. It's why can't I do that? The story I have in my head is not someone else's. It's my story, and I may not be great at telling that story at this point, but I can work at it, and I can have editors look at it, and I can share it with others. And, you know, I think it's a story that at least someone may find interesting, someone may find compelling, and it may have an impact on their life that is a positive one. And I I would just, it'd be a shame for me to leave it locked in my head. So I'm going to do that with my writing and my art. And I really hope that you do the same. The show notes, including links to everything I spoke about, can be found at drawinginspiration.fm slash 35. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to my newsletter on the website and share the podcast with someone you know. If you would like to support the podcast on Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash drawing inspiration podcast. I've also included a link to the Patreon site on the drawinginspiration.fm website. You can find links to all my social media accounts at drawinginspiration.fm, including my Instagram, which is Mike where I post all my art. Follow me or tag me so I can see what you've created recently. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Until next time, be kind to one another and keep drawing. Theme music for this podcast is Acid Jazz provided by Kevin McLeod.